0: Welcome to the Red Room. We're here tonight with uh, Ryan Shiflet, a guest who deserves uh no small introduction and has uh, been a part of my world for many years without making us both sound very old. And uh tonight, we're going to make it kind of quick and short and sweet because there are so many things we can cover. Um we're going to have to just kind of condense them and maybe hint at the podcasts to come. <laughs> So, Ryan, say hello to the the person out there listening.
1: Hello, said person and everybody else.
0: <laughs> That's me, future Mitch is listening to this editing. It's awesome. I, I may edit that right out. You may. It's the beauty of it. <laughs> so, Ryan, um let's let's talk about how did we meet? Um tell us this story because it is a good story.
1: It it, it, it is a good story. It's a funny story. It's a funny story. <laughs> um that took place some years ago which We won't need to mention due to uh, what I'm about to tell you. Anybody who's been around long enough will know how long it's been. Uh, But I first met you um, a little while ago, a few years ago at the... uh, I worked for a company
0: where you might stop for games.
1: Possibly. But I, (laughs) I think it was more like, you know software and etc. cetera <laughs> and stuff <laughs> <laughs> stuff at that time um uh at the what used to be the elcon mall um, when it mm-hmm. was an actual indoor mall um i stopped in
0: where's that here in tucson it, yes
1: here mm-hmm. in tucson now it's more outside mall where everybody knows of the chick-fil-a and in and out and the theater, movie theater and all that good stuff it's um, i think
0: they call it a california mall right is that this new it is? style mall that's cropped up all over
1: Slightly inside, slightly outside.
0: Yeah, not like the malls we we call from <clears throat> our youth.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I walked into said game store, um, <laughs> and there was a gentleman behind the counter, and I was coming to pick up my <laughs> reserved copy of Banjo and Kazooie for the Nintendo 64. Um, and when I was told what my total was, I... Paid and rolled quarters.
0: <laughs> now, th- so this must be circa 1997? 96, 97? Was it 98 maybe when Banjo came out? Let's see.
1: No, it, it, it won't, nine, Probably it 96.
0: Because I think
1: 64 was 90. Well, I think it came 90, out in 96. 64? The think, system I think. itself. Wasn't it 90? I thought it was closer to 94. I know, oh, yeah. as, a, as a Nintendo fan... Will be freaking out and taking my no Nintendo Saturn family. was 1994,
0: and I'm shocked, sir, that you don't know the, the date of the Nintendo 64's release. Uh,
1: it was in God, when, when, was it? when was that? It was in September. It uh, was, I can uh, edit this out too, so you don't ruin any street cred. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it would have been oh, wow, was it September 90 95? Yeah, so 95 or 96, then yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, so it would have been. 97, 98 for for hmm Wow, that close to Dreamcast launch. Whoa, I didn't think it was that close to Dreamcast launch.
0: We were younger; time moved at a different pace. Very true. You know, it really did. <laughs> very, very true. And yeah. it continues to change its uh, its pace yeah. Yeah, year not in okay year with out. That. Not okay with that at all. <laughs> so Ryan busted onto the counter some rolls of quarters. Yes, I did. And I being. Youthful, and I think I was still in school at the time, uh, and freshly moved again to the big city. And I know that's a topic that's come up on the cast a couple of times. To me, those old quarters represented
1: laundry money, <laughs> and arcade <laughs> money, if I remember correctly.
0: Yes, I think uh, that was my first thought. I was like, "Dude, go use these quarters for that." Yeah. You no, know, but <laughs> anyway, that was that was the first time we met, and then uh, I think uh, from there. Uh, when did you start working for the company?
1: Um, would have been, I think, August of ni- July or August of '99. Maybe as far back as June. I don't think that far oh, really back. Really, just though.
0: prior to '99.99. 9, 9,
1: yeah. It, it was basically for the Dreamcast launches when, um, Mr. Rickers, uh, uh yes. hired me, pulled me in. Yeah. <clears throat> because I was a regular customer at that, um, the store in the upper level of tucson mall at that point in time
0: mm-hmm. so at the time uh and I, you know it'd be great to post with this this podcast would be pictures from the time oh, because excellent. at the time i looked like a member of uh like static x or something i don't know, maybe not maybe more like <laughs> Mudvayne, long long dark hair and ryan looked more like The the dude who's getting all the chicks in the boy band. Oh, my Joey Fatone hair back in the day.
1: Oh, yes, I remember that.
0: So you couldn't have two people who are at more opposite ends of the spectrum. (laughs) Nope, not at all. And uh, yet at some point, uh, some kind of common ground and um, interests must have been found.
1: Yeah, well I mean, probably started off with with games, obviously, at that point in time. But I also think probably just because we're generally likable and good people <laughs> like you know <laughs> no really we don't, tell us how you think we I don't mean, we <laughs> don't really we don't really give a shit the way that you dress or the way that you act it's more of, of who you
0: are i mean just look well at, i think that's part of how you act you know
1: well I, I guess to an extent yeah i mean if you look at even just our circle of friends it's you know we don't all look
0: the same it's quite a variety of characters yeah, right exactly i think that um to me, is expressed in the, the... I don't know where it came from exactly, but uh, the the concept of it's not what you like, but what you're like. Mm-hmm. you know. And I think what you like is a good place to start. Sometimes it'll break down those initial barriers uh, of introduction and getting to know somebody, but in the end, it really is what you're like more than what you like. Um, I agree. So even though, Ryan, you're originally from southern cali
1: southern california yep and well i mean and to an extent a small town too because corona when i grew up was not the corona that everybody knows it today i mean i had uh orange groves a block away from my house yeah um yeah just a block away um orange groves Citrus, lemon, I mean, like anything over there in that whole street, everybody had some sort of a fruit tree, yeah, in their backyard, whether it be orange, um, peaches, uh plums, I mean, it was just yeah, all over the place,
0: sunny cow, yep, sunny cow, where it was fostering a young hip hop fan,
1: oh yeah right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, from yeah, well, and and it's funny, yeah, no, yeah, for the majority of my life it's always been hip-hop and rap for whatever reason I don't you know I can't really put my finger on it other than maybe the fact that my parents being the hippies that they were I mean we listened to everything in the house like there there was no oh this is not this it really
0: interests me that's really speaks highly of your parents that they you know especially being being hippies I would have thought that they would have tended more towards the classics, you know, classic rock Mm -hmm. stuff.
1: Well, I mean, and that was there too, you know, it was, it was there. There was, I mean, even old, old, like super old country, um, which came from obviously like a couple of my, my grandparents who were really into that. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's funny. I don't understand necessarily where exactly the hip hop and rap came from unless maybe it's just because, yeah, being from Southern California and going you know, growing growing up and actually when you start to become a real person after, you know, four <laughs> or five years old. Um is when all that stuff really kinda of took off with. Well and it's cool the that they let you be your own person too. And, and break dancing and all uh, that kind of yes. stuff.
0: Did you say electric boogaloo? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> break in, in to yeah. electric boogaloo oh, yeah.
1: breaking and oh yeah, all that stuff. Ozone,
0: special K. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: and i think well and maybe some of that also comes from the fact that my parents listened to all that the you know such a a variety and eclectic mix of music that even back then a lot of hip-hop and rap was sampling old stuff oh really and putting it in into the music that they were doing so it probably had an, an air of familiarity and stuff to it and that's another reason why it was like oh okay new yet
0: and, and honestly, familiar. for a white boy, you really can dance. I well, thank you. You're a I good do, dancer. For, I so, appreciate I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was another point of bonding over the years. Right. Um, I'm not going to mention DDR, but probably. maybe that was part of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that probably that helped. I mean, yeah, I mean, think we're, working at GameStop, and it was that kind of circle of friends that we all just started, you know, hanging out and coming over to the house to, you know, yeah get wrecked playing Super Bomberman on on Saturn and <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff.
0: Well there's definitely some uh there's some some dark times in there and there's some you know there's some stuff and we can address we can talk about that at a later date too because I remember when we actually rekindled our friendship. Yeah. I know there was a there was a a, a few years of non communicato kind of thing and then uh, then we we uh, were strangely kind of thrown back into the mix together again yeah and then it ha- have been ever since. Um, but, again, a lot of stories for another day. What I wanted to kind of get to really quickly on this podcast, we're going to kind of, like I said at the beginning, keeping it short, is an, and Ryan having known me for all this time and Ryan having a little experience with the uh, social media and podcast more than I, um, having been a guest on uh, shows before, um, dealing with the, ga- the gaming culture and indie developers and things, um, I was looking to Ryan to maybe uh, talk to me about whether or not this podcast should indeed seek to have a, a more narrowed focus, a more stated purpose, um, in finding its audience, if in finding an audience, is at all the goal? Um, but what, what were some of your thoughts on that, sir?
1: I mean, honestly, man, if it, it it all depends on you. I mean, earlier we were kind of talking about it out there. Um, outside the red room outside the red room yes um you know i think if if you do the content that you want to do it'll find its audience like you know and it can be you know the the conversations we're having now personal friendship stuff which is always good you know especially you know if it ends up being more of a twin peaks focus or i mean again you can you can you can do both there's nothing that says that you can't you know okay um, I, get I like that you know the obviously the
0: <clears throat>
1: you know when it comes to oh, um,
0: did you hear that change
1: yeah heard that change that's interesting um i think with you know the with just the title and stuff it, it hints towards that but again, if you, the greater scope of it and even reading what like Guillermo and stuff wrote it it still kind of fits within I guess the overarching or overarching part of kind of you know what all that I guess means for you and kind of why you're starting it.
0: One of the things that really um, interested me in the first place was, just this great love I feel for my friends and these people that I know, and um, I know I've stated that before, but um, I just we've sat around and just laughed and laughed and talked about the different stories, the different adventures, and you know, being men of certain age, we've had a lot of adventures <laughs> yes, at this point. Yes, we have. And some, so you know, so I, I, in a in a kind of selfish way, and in a way that also makes me want to, like, uh, celebrate my friends. That's what I want to do. I do want to talk about some of those stories. You said friendship stories are one thing, and I don't know what kind of market there is for friendship podcasts. (laughs) Nowadays,
1: (laughs) probably more than you think and more than anybody (laughs) would ever imagine, but I'm willing to bet that there's probably out there, there's people out there and a group of people that would love to just hear like musings between friends and that kind of stuff, just... So you know stuff that they can relate to with the within each other like oh man yeah and, I mean <laughs> remember know, that
0: time uh, you were so drunk, drunk? yeah right exactly <laughs> and
1: then then it bars off to them and then who knows maybe they're a couple of people just chilling listening to the podcast together and you know they start talking about oh man remember that one time oh that reminds me of this I mean and that's another thing though too is if if you have Twin Peaks related content in it that's okay because that's you know something that you're passionate about and other people who start to come in and listen to the podcast are I mean and how awesome would that be for those people to also know about you and the people you surround yourself with and the impact that they've had on your lives as well as the show and I mean that could even affect them and maybe it's somebody who you know is having a hard time and Twin Peaks helps them connect with you. And then they listen to the podcast between you and I, you and Guillermo and all that other stuff, and it helps them reflect on some of the personal relationships that they've actually had within their life and maybe sparks up an old friendship of somebody that they haven't talked to. I like in it. Years. I, I like that and, vision. I like what you know, you're saying. And stuff like that. And it and it, you know, you become more than just the personality on the podcast. Like you know, you're they know that you're a real person and and the people that you talk to are there. It's not just a marketing ploy of. Yeah, well, Twin Peaks is coming out, and this dude's <laughs> doing a new Twin Peaks podcast. You so. know what? I thought
0: about that. And I do think it's funny, and I wish that there was a way to put that like top of the <laughs> top of the page because yeah, it is. It is strangely coincidental. Maybe fate would have it that this has come to fruition finally, and it happens to be right kind of around the time we're, we're kind of about to embark on this new adventure with Lynch.
1: I'll say fate. You'll say faint? I I think everything happens for a reason. It doesn't matter how big, how small, whether we know it now or not. Everything (laughs) happens for a reason.
0: (laughs) You've always had that kind of philosophy and, and that kind of steadfastness. Is that a word? <laughs> sure. Uh, has, if, al- has always been impressive. Bigly and... Ir- is it ir- no, it's
1: not.
0: You can't even think of the word because it's not a word. It, well, you know, exactly. <laughs> I know. But people use them. I mean, dude, come if on. If you use it, lit, you know what I mean. Is, is lit really a word? Lit? Dude, that's no. lit. Yeah. This podcast it's is lit. lit. It's
1: going to
0: be lit. <laughs> <laughs> so actually talking to you, I think I've, I've determined that I think there'll be three three themes, three things that are coming out of, of the red room. And, and actually the title of the podcast, the, the page even from the red room and the original name was ruminations from the red room, Mm -hmm. but we thought that might be misspelled. People might not be able to find the site. (laughs) (laughs) So from the red room, there can be the ruminations, which will be our thoughts on the underlying, uh, Rivers of existence and, and Really getting into it like again Some of those conversations you have late night Having beverages with Gavin Those kinds of conversations oh, yes. Those conversations <laughs> and, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Those would make interesting podcasts To actually listen to as somebody that's Been in the room yeah. and passively <laughs> Been part of the conversation Yeah don't yeah. you think see yeah. that's what I mean Exactly
0: so the ruminations from the red room And then I just need to come up with two titles For um For these other two the other one would be the friendship stories the stories of remember that time we went to black label society and Zach drug the piano out on the stage you know three times or and yeah uh, we all saw more of Zach than we ever <laughs> thought we would he was wearing a kilt we'll leave it at that for this this, this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and then the the last one would um be the the twin Peaks yeah just the the stuff that just reflecting on that and and its impact and I think something you said, Really resonated with me tonight, which you said maybe some fan will hear it some fan who someone who likes twin Peaks will will hear the podcast stumble upon it and then be able to identify with other things because i've I've found that there are usually common threads between fandoms or what have you if, if this guy likes this, maybe they even they might be different interests, like I like Twin Peaks, I also really like Morrissey you know and and I'm not the only person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, we might be able to find those common threads and have those discussions because we'll talk about Twin Peaks, but there will be other things we share in common, and not necessarily because of that, but in addition to that. Mm-hmm. So, ruminations will be the existential stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, I don't know what cherry pie from the Red Room, <laughs> something for just the Twin Peaks stuff, and then something for the friendship stuff, the, okay. the drunken stories from the Red Room there you go. stories. <laughs> And I think that'll kind of give us three different topics. And at the top of any given podcast, um, someone can look at it and read the, the title and know which theme because it is. It was, yeah. You know, which one are they getting into? Are they feeling existential? They can listen to ruminations. If they're feeling a little more lighthearted and want to hear some silly drunken stories, they can listen to that one. Yeah. You think that'd work? I do. That can have a place in podcast universe? I think so. I don't, I don't see why not.
1: I okay. mean... You know, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I really don't see why not. I mean, I don't, don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that is necessarily extremely focused. I mean, some of them are, but let's, you know, that's if you're on a big website like IGN or something, but that's because that's what they're there for. You know, as yeah, they're like, talking, we're about talking about a specific hardware. We're, yes, we're talking about, you know, this game that was announced. We're talking about this. Um But I mean, if you listen, like any of the, The fan stuff or i mean even kevin smith man that dude doesn't stay on track you know like it it'll go off into us and then it'll come back you know like the podcast happens the way that we think you know you taught you're telling the story and then in the middle of the story something sparks a different story yeah and this especially with me i mean you have known me long enough to where i'll be talking about something or somebody will (laughs) i'll go off on a tangent and then Five minutes later after that story is, I pick up exactly where I left off before. And sometimes people are like, wait, what the hell just happened? It's like Family Guy in real life. Well,
0: (laughs) that's what I love about conversation. And that's, uh, again, I think um, Guillermo paid us way too much honor with the things he said about the Red Room. And it it really made me feel really uh, lucky to have had him sit down and and be a guest. And um, his way of putting it, and trying to capture that synchronicity of conversation that can happen between friends, that's gonna be my favorite part. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna really treasure all these for years to come, hopefully. You know, if and the meteor doesn't get us, whatever that is.
1: <laughs> 100 years from now. Yeah. Stephen Hawking. Cool. 100 years, that's it,
0: no more. Oh, that's all we got. Well, speaking of that, I mean, far be it from me to uh, challenge that man. <laughs> super brilliant man um, but just to throw it out there I did read an article that was that was actually challenging that very concept that he first said a thousand years we have to leave Earth Correct. and now he said a hundred years we've got to get out of here alright so say we go to Mars even the worst possible earthly catastrophe like another meteor that hits and kills 75% of all life on Earth that happens uh, that still is 25% of life surviving on earth. Zero percent of life survives on Mars right now. Correct. (laughs) So (laughs) the, the article, and again, I, I don't recall the the author and who knows if they bothered to, to fact check the stuff they're talking about, but logically I kind of understood where they're coming from. Any effort we have to support and, you know, uh, foster life on Mars or another nearby planet has got to be harder than just keeping life alive here. Even if we really screw up the planet, Right. You would think so. But again, I don't know. So anyone listening out there, please comment (laughs) or give us a call or we'd love to have you sit down and talk to us about that because I'm curious. I mean, yes, eventually mankind will have to leave. Right? Doesn't it make sense that Mm -hmm. it's got to be harder to...
1: Dude, we can't even get people to live in a dome on planet Earth (laughs) correctly without opening the door and people think that we're going to be able to just hop up onto Mars and, and do it like... Like it's nothing I, I mean, saw
0: Matt Damon That shit looked hard
1: I bet Yeah
0: <laughs> So anyway But it then
1: again, It was Matt Damon
0: It was Matt Damon <laughs> I don't know Is that is that some meme Is that some uh, internet stuff I don't know uh, about
1: uh, 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 South Park guys Why can't I think of the, the name of the movie
0: uh, Park and what, what um, The name of the movie Team America Oh really Cause yeah Matt Damon's character Oh that's was, right
1: Yeah just <laughs> Matt Damon Yeah Sorry
0: there you go oh there you go spin (laughs) it off (laughs) all right well hey I really thanks for sitting down for uh, the quick talk and I wanted to kind of bat some of those ideas around thank you Um, do you have any parting thoughts for our listener
1: Uh, (laughs) for for the the listener uh, yeah which could be any number of you we are speaking to you personally (laughs) yes you (laughs) you heard that right um just you know, look forward to the content. Keep an open mind. Enjoy yourself. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there's more to come. I'll definitely have no problem sitting down talking about it. But I mean, if you want to listen, cool. If you don't, you probably empty. aren't already. You probably aren't already, or or, <laughs> or cool. No no needs that you know. No no worries. You can you know, maybe it's not for you, but it's out there and it's it's for somebody. So
0: thanks. All right. Well, this has been Mitch and Ryan from the Red Room. Have a great night. Good night.